You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season number three and episode number 62 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. And yes, happy Pink Shirt Day 2023. We are rocking our best rows, both of us together, because we do it for the kids, right? And for everyone else, because, hey, nobody deserves to be bullied, regardless of whatever age you are. Uh, Today, recording day is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023, and it looks like it will be a pretty lovely day here at the Beaver Lodge. There's already uh, light, fluffy clouds in the sky and beautiful blue sky and some sunlight shining through. Um, So let's hope it's a great day. I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaveray, and with me always is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Boone Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And I do not believe we thanked them yesterday, so this is a double scoop just for you. Uh, we have a Wednesday morning nibble for you. But first, let's say hello to our good friend, our pal, our brother, Mr. Grizzly. Hello, Mr. Grizzly. How's your mental health today? Hey, Mr. Beaver. Um, I I'm, I'm, think I'm pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. Uh, okay. I had, had a few moments of darkness last night, but uh, feeling pretty good. You know, I, I I'm not what one would describe as a morning person because I'm I'm not fully functional as a human being in the morning. 
But I have noticed in the last uh, three years since starting on the medication that when I wake up in the morning, I seldom wake up hating myself and I almost always wake up feeling happy. Ah. So, uh, you know, and, and it's usually late at night before I go to bed where the despair and darkness grabs hold of me. But uh, yeah, I usually wake up in a really happy, chipper mood. Now, again, I'm a zombie because I'm not fully awake, <laughs> but my head is in a good space 99 out of 100 times. Well, may, maybe 95 out of 100 times, I would say. I wonder if that has something to do with a certain four-legged critter entering your life lately. That possibility. <laughs> possibility is always there. Yeah. I'm told I'm infectious. <laughs> Don't catch me, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna post the, I'm gonna post a link in our chat right now to our audio only version of last Friday's show because it was pulled from YouTube because yes. they said we uh, it was a conspiracy theory thing. So I'm like, we have a listen for yourselves. The link is in the chat. Um, if you can find a conspiracy theory in that two-hour program, please share it with us so we can understand why they pulled it. Yeah, where we, we went wrong. Yeah, we we we're going to we're going to appeal the um, censure, but I, I just don't I don't get where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm 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 typically Awful. very easily confused to start with, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. I hear is the dull sound of a cowbell. Clunk, clunk. I do not know what the hell happened. Uh, yeah. Good morning, Kit Hugh. Good morning, Kit Jillian. Good morning, Kit Saucy. Good morning, Kit Elaine. Uh, good morning, Kit Ellen. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, do you have anything to start us off with today, Mr. Grizzly? A couple of quick hits. Yeah. Um, I saw this on somebody earlier, and I'm like, oh, this is this is perfect. Friend, how strong do you like your coffee? Me? I want it to show up on a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll write that one down. Then there's this one, which I have been railing on about for the last few years. I'm going to post this on the screen. Bosses, people just don't want to work anymore. The jobs. Preferred qualification, master's degree, minimum salary, fifteen twenty nine per hour. Okay, it's not that they don't want to work anymore. They just don't want to work for you. Yep. <laughs> Your exactly personal experience cannot be elevated to a global thing. <laughs> like, I, I have one for you too, actually. Oh. Uh, if you will put it up. Yeah, something crossed. I, I got a good laugh out of this one because this was my dating life prior to meeting my beaver, sweetie. Oh, yes. Okay. Could you, are you able to click on just the image? Uh, I think I'd be able to do it. Yep. Ah, there we go. There you go. I have an imaginary boyfriend. You can do better. I don't think I can. I was talking to your boyfriend. <laughs> it's a guy on, on the psychiatrist's couch. The psychiatrist is saying, it's like your imaginary friend could do better than you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, thank, thank goodness for maybe for sweetie kids. <laughs> well, here, here, lonely man. <laughs> here, 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 I'm going to share this screen. This is, this is, um, this is from YouTube. Um, this is their description thereof. 
Hi, Paul Atkinson. Our team has reviewed your content. And unfortunately, we think it violates our policy on harmful conspiracy theories. We've removed the following content from YouTube. The Justice episode, The Daily Beaver Morning Show. Uh, that was from last Friday. I, I honestly, for the life of us, we cannot understand where that's coming from other than perhaps Norfolk Southern, the railway, um, company, um, maybe they got up in arms or a right wing, um, RWNJ got up in arms or a Republican or which is astonishing to me because I mean, we're Canadians. Why would a Republican care about anything we have to say? Trust me, they care. Yeah, they do. Any they sort of slight. You, you, they, how many times do you see on Twitter a Twitter profile that's everything American, Trump, American flags, whatnot, and they're dissing, they're bashing on Trudeau like they even know who the guy is. Yeah, they pick him out of the lineup. So, so right. I mean, it's, it was the Republicans. Well, there was another one I read earlier today. Uh, there's a woman I follow on, on Twitter called Lindy Lee, and uh, she says, okay, let me see if I understand this correctly. Republican congressmen are currently bashing Biden and Pete Buttigieg for the railway disaster in Ohio because of the regulations Republicans removed under Trump. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't PP do that on a daily basis? Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Something similar to that, you know? Yeah. Point the finger of blame at the guy in power over things, his previous, his predecessor, his government once did. Yeah. We're a week with China. You tied us to a 31-year contract with China. It's called FIPA, F-I-P-A. Look at it. I know. And that's what's particularly insulting right now. Uh, The news about uh, additional information, Chinese interference in Canadian elections, because, I mean, let's let's be serious here, right? The Prime Minister, when he says we've known about this for a long time, so you got concerns all over the media. Hold on. Shut that tried to interfere with our elections and 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 not only that but they're um um what, what's the word um surprised that china's being clever about it it's only an ancient civilization like they wouldn't be clever they they, they I mean the art of war comes from there you know it's like no, we wouldn't expect the chinese to be clever mm, at all yeah it was a very sophisticated yeah they're a global power. And, and have they forgotten <laughs> that all of our technology, all of our technology, all our shoe phones, our laptops, our tablets, where does that come from? Right. And the real reason the conservatives are pissed off is because they sold us out to China for 31 years and China mm. still wants liberals to win. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, but we, we they, sold ourselves to you. Yeah, we want, we like the other guys yeah. better. They did that tough thing like for two years, and then Harper went to visit China, and then China dressed him down in public in front of everyone, and then he went, oh yeah, 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 sure. And then he like you know went up to them on all four legs and put his belly up and mm-hmm. asked for scritches, and now they come around and they say that <laughs> that we snowflakes are the ones <laughs> that are weak on China when we just stood up to them for like for a year and a half with well, Michael uh, Kovrig and Michael Spavor. And and we have our foreign minister going to the Munich security conference Mm -hmm. where representatives from China are there and saying that China is a disruptive global force. Well, and and to their faces. Don't don't forget (laughs) how recently when, when, when the prime minister confronted, uh, yes, yes. To his face. Yes. Yes. He tried to pull a power move and 
it didn't work. It didn't work. So, so you got all these conservatives cheering for China every time that there's a confrontation between China and Trudeau. They choose China. They declare Xi the winner. Mm. As they signed away our sovereignty for 31 years, but they want us to believe that. <laughs> like on the day, uh, uh, it's and, and of course this information was leaked. How convenient that the conservatives mm. have something else to talk on on Rulo Reports Day. Is and then of course you saw all over the the internet they went back right on, on the day. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they went back to the $6,000 hotel room when the health deal, the health deal was struck because they got nothing. Well, they went further back. They went back to the first election to that quote that they took out of context about, you know, Justin Trudeau says that he admires the communist government of China when it comes to environment stuff, because they can just decide it's going to be so, and it would be so. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, okay. What environmentalists wouldn't like to have that power <laughs> to snap their fingers and say, okay, tomorrow we are decarbonizing. Of course we would. That doesn't mean we want to be China. <laughs> well, right? you, you also, <laughs> or that we admire the system of government. It's just, it would be nice to say, you know what? The environment's important. People just get it done by saying so. That you also need to, nice. you need to remember too, that, that, uh, China deciding that they were going to start to green uh, their their system started as a grassroots movement in China by um, grandmothers, which spilled over into mothers, which then went up the chain. And eventually the government went, oh, there's a bit of a movement here for this, which we're not normally used to our people doing that, except this one is actually a good one. So this is what we're doing. Right. Right. We have Kitlin M here saying they ignore the part where China wanted the liberals to be a minority government because they thought it would create problems for the liberals to pursue their legislative agenda. True. And you got the other thing. Oh, morning pour. Your morning pour brought to you by Beaver Grizzly Goodness. Have a cup. Indeed. All right. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got uh, this thing going on with China and because there were now nobody's contesting that the overall election was affected, but some conservatives are saying that in certain ridings, certain electoral districts, their result may have been affected. And here's the thing, right? This is where my grain of salt comes in. Actually, it's not a grain of salt. It's a full salt look and I'm like on it, but it's, you do understand that China and Russia have a lot in common, right? And that we've learned through Trump, it's like, just say you did and we'll take care of the rest. So, mm. okay, yeah. So let's say China has like about $25,000 to kick around and they give like 2000 to this guy and 2000 to this guy and 2000 to this guy. Okay. So they've given 2000 let's say, to 12 different people for $24,000. $2,000 isn't going to make the difference in that person's election. <laughs> no. Right? But... Because CSIS reports on it, then you get conservatives losing their minds, as you expect that they would, and then liberals trying to defend it, and then you get all this social lack of cohesion for all of $24,000 and 12 people have received. And of course, you're going to have the conservatives saying, well, yes, the reason this person won in this writing was strictly only because of China's. Couldn't have been anything like you had sucky policies. And I mean, and it's not like Aaron O'Toole and your party itself in the autopsy of the last election. Do I not remember something in that report about having turned off Chinese Canadians with all their anti-China rhetoric? Mm-hmm. Is it any surprise, even if it wasn't 
just they just wanted the liberals to have a minority government is it any surprise that china would want to have a friendlier liberal government so they perceive in ottawa when you have the other party consistently china bashing all the time <laughs> i mean it's not exactly a stretch <laughs> it's like saying it's like gee are you sure that switzerland would prefer that putin lose the war in ukraine are you sure I think there's some doubt there. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Oh man, God, these guys so are idiots. Home. These guys are idiots. It's mm. but you know, any any anything to pump that fear button and get the fundraising going, right? So oh, yeah, big yeah. bad red commies are coming. Blah 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 blah. Let's get the you know, grandma and grandpa open up your wallet, bypass your logic center, and just like give me money. It's like this is a brand new thing that China's trying to interfere in elections. Only just started in 2021. <laughs> It's 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 laughable. I mean, wait until they hear about Iran. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you know what it is. You know what it is. It's it's always a group of old men. In this case, not old white men, but old men, usually with um, uh, in need of a little blue pill, probably a very tiny <laughs> micro. And because those aspects of their personality don't work properly and i'm going to tie it to their personality they decide mm -hmm. they need to take over the world mm -hmm. like the pinky and the brain or the grizzly and the bee yeah sure <laughs> why did you sound romanian when you said that you sounded like dracula <laughs> you know it is because it is a very special occasion <laughs> kidoki I live with a Romanian. It rubs off every now. I suppose so, but he doesn't have an accent like that. <laughs> Not like that. No, he's he's a Romanian with a British accent for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so a, a buddy of mine here in town, he's Peruvian, and the first time we met, uh, we started to chat, and I was like, "Hey, Arturo, nice to meet you, man." Yeah, mate, good to meet you too. I'm like, "Oh, you're from Australia?" He goes, "No, mate, I'm from Peru." I'm like, "What?" Oh, yeah, man, I went to an English school. Uh, it's an Aussie English school in Peru. That's how I learned to speak English. So this way we're getting the accent from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You are well, an interesting person. Let's keep yeah. talking. <laughs> and, and a super sweet guy, too. Just an absolute sweetheart of a guy. Um, he's one of those people, when you bump into him, he's got the biggest smile in the world, and it just lifts your spirits one of those guys you yeah. know those people when you meet them you want to keep them in your life because when you're feeling down you just hey how's it going and that smile shoots up and you're like hey all right i feel better about <laughs> myself and that's yep. what smiling does bt dubs for those who oh, are yeah. unaware a smile will a lift your well it will lift your own spirits but it will also lift the spirits of somebody else and when you come to that realization it will take you out of the doldrum that you may or may not be and i i don't want to make an excuse yep it takes more muscles in your face to frown than to smile and when you're smiling everything's going up well so it, it, you, your mood goes up <laughs> well the other the other thing too is it actually creates a chemical reaction in the brain which if you even fake you faking a smile mm -hmm. the chemical reaction still occurs yeah. Like the, the brain chemicals do not realize that it's fake. Yeah. Fake laughter creates the same physical response in the body and the brain that real laughter does. I, I was just going to say that laugh yoga, right? You end up laughing for real eventually. And I've done, I, when I, my, our dear friend, my dear friend, Catherine, uh, brought me to laugh yoga when I was in a particularly dark place. 
And I just, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to have anything to do. And by the time I left, I was on top of the bloody world. And when mm-hmm. I got there, I wanted nothing. This is stupid. Why am I going to do this? is ridiculous. Like I had the, yep. the, the, the attitude that the depression cloud. brings, right? The cloud. By the end of it, I was sitting on the cloud. Yep. Funny days. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. It works. So if it you're does. feeling bad, smile. It'll help you. If you're feeling bad, laugh. It'll help you. And if you're having an anxiety attack, take 10 slow, deep breaths. Mm-hmm. It'll help you. It'll help you. <laughs> um, a little bit of economic news, kids. Uh, the consumer price index numbers for January for Canada are in, and inflation has dropped from 6.3% to 5.9%, which was much better than was expected. Uh, retail spending is up. Of course, as we mentioned in the previous show, we had 150,000 jobs. Uh, last month in the United States was over 600,000. Uh, so things are going gangbusters, even though people are saying that uh, that the job numbers would be a lagging indicator. Um, but there you go. So things are going well. Uh, the central banks are a little nervous. Uh, the Canadian central bank is going to remain on pause, but the American one has signaled that they might have two more interest rate hikes coming over the course of the year, which will create an interest rate difference and may contribute to inflation here in Canada by lowering the value of our dollar, uh, making anything that we import a little more expensive. So we got to watch for that. Um, it's the first time since February of last year or the lowest in 11 months. Uh, and the first time, uh, well, that are, sorry, it's the first time since February of last year that our inflation rate is below 6% at 5.9 and it's the lowest in 11th months. Uh, the prices are up about 0.5% month to month. Uh, and the three, six, and nine-month trends are really good. The nine-month trend apparently is dropping like a stone, and all the other interim metrics that they see seem to show that inflation uh, is really around 3.5%, so that 5.9 will keep on going lower. Um, Claire Fan, an economist, an economist, economist, I'm thinking French again, <laughs> economist, uh, from Royal Bank Canada says that lower commodity prices and reductions in shipping costs have helped with uh, lowering the inflation number. Um, mortgage renewals are starting to take more money out of the economy as people are renewing. Uh, I know, for example, mine uh, went up over $500 a month. Uh, so I have about $6,000 less disposable income every year. Wow. So that will hurt the economy if that happens to a lot of people. So mm-hmm. as people are renewing their mortgages, uh, they're noticing that. And it's taken some money out of the economy. Um, we're having, uh, we're in the point now, we're hitting the point where uh, the rise in interest rates is actually starting to drive up inflation a little bit with regard to shelter. Uh, it's contributing so you don't want to get into a vicious cycle of that because then you get into stuff that's called stagflation and that can last a long time. It can be rather painful. Um, the Bank of Canada is trying to get inflation back down to 2% by the end of this year. Unfortunately, while prices are going down on other things, when it comes to groceries and restaurants, they're still up 11.4%, so they're still resisting. Uh, food in general is up 10.4% year over year. Meat, 7.3. Fresh veggies, 147 mm. um, And food is counting for about one-third of the whole overall inflation number at the moment. Uh, and the reason why food seems to be decoupled from everything else is because you've got um, the price of energy going up a little bit, uh, stuff with avian flu. So the price of uh, certain foul meat and eggs have gone up, uh, weather events, right? Earthquakes, storms, typhoons, and of course, 
our typical geopolitical events that are not dying as we are approaching the one-year anniversary, if you can call it an anniversary, of uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons that we may not be in recession quite yet is because of vehicle delivery from old orders. Mm-hmm. Vehicles were delayed and some of them are starting to Chip be shortage, delayed. right? Yeah, and they're being de- delivered now, so people are paying now. and um, So that's the, one of the main reasons why our economy hasn't dipped over, because I think I remember in the last numbers we said that we only had grown by 0.1%. Mm. Uh, so just to say that we're not in a recession yet, and uh, that would probably be the main reason. So there you go, kids. Just your little economic update so you know what's going on. Couple of, a couple of... A couple of things I want to add on to that. It looks like there's a bit of a stock market crash in India right now, which some people might be going, mm. well, Paul, what difference does that make? Oh, I don't know. It's the second most populous nation on earth, the world's largest democracy, and it's about to overtake China. China. Yeah. Especially so militarily. If, if their market completely crashes, we'll all feel the effects of it. That's just something, just a food for thought. Uh, uh, statement. Along with food, in in my previous uh, sentence, you need to consider something here that um, a lot of people fail to see the bigger picture thereof. As the price of food continues to rise, uh, people are having less and less disposable income. Prices start to rise at restaurants and and, uh, fast food establishments. People discover that they have less disposable income or less food budget income, let let alone less dining out Mm -hmm. income. Exactly. So what does this tend to do? Well, it tends to lead to cutbacks and job losses and businesses closing, which creates more unemployment, which in the end, all this greed just hurts everyone. Mm -hmm. This is not economic... uh, uh, doom saying this is factual information that we've studied for decades and every time something like this occurs little people like me working class like me we suffer and if you're poor you're basically fucked as what you are great great uh how much more time do we have mr grizzly 15 minutes sir 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, well, here, I got, I got a poll for you here. Okay. Uh, from February 19th, 2023. I'm not sure who, uh, what polling company this from. 338 Canada. Odds the aggregator. Com- yeah, the yeah. aggregator. That we, we uh, usually refer to. Yeah, 53% for the Liberals, 39% for the CPC. Uh, I don't know what the CPC majority, 4%, Liberal majority, 2%. What? Yeah, these are the outcomes. So the odds uh, of a Liberal minority with 53% CPC minority, 39%, CPC majority, 4%, Liberal majority, 2%, or a tie, 1%. Right. right. Strange odds numbers, if you ask me. Um, yeah so this is from 338 Uh, their numbers come out every uh, Sunday and what's really interesting about this one uh, and I'm going to uh, give you a window here Mr. Grizzly Uh, there we go let's try see that Mm -hmm. there we go okay so if you look down here that's where things really got the where the spread got the biggest, and that's what one, two, three, four, five reporting periods ago when the stuff about C twenty one was at its worst and Mary Ng and all of that. Uh, since then, the Conservatives have come back down to thirty four. The Liberals have come back up to thirty three. So they're within the margin of error, 
So basically statistical tie. The NDP took a little drop and is starting to come back up as well. Uh, and as you can see here, as we mentioned, the Bloc Québécois steady, the Greens are growing slowly up, the PPC is going slowly, slowly down. Uh, but if we're looking at the seat projections, this is what had happened at that point where we saw where there was a big spread. The Conservatives were in not majority territory, but most likely to win an election at that point. So mm -hmm. one, two, three, there's one, two, three, this one was tied for four period reporting periods out of the past nine or so where the Conservatives were in the lead. But again, because Skippy doesn't seem to have a second act and everything that he does is pretty much repellent, um, they've been brought back down to earth again. Which so was going to be back expected. And forth, back and forth, which is to be expected because as we keep on saying, time is not Skippy's friend, right? The more we get to know him, the more we're going to loathe him. Now, the things that are really interesting that I've noticed in this, if you'll uh, keep it up, Mr. Grizzly. Well, I was just um, waiting for you to scroll to the right thing because that's really troublesome yes, for people yes. to watch. There you go. <laughs> so in Quebec, seat projections uh, in particular, liberals are holding steady. The bluck is coming back up from its big dip that it took. So it took a huge dip mm -hmm. <laughs> at one point. And the Conservatives, I guess the Quebecers are starting to read him and they're starting to go back down again. So the block, the block, yeah, but the block is gaining from the Conservatives' losses. Right? So the swing vote in the province of Quebec is block CPC and not block liberal. Mm hmm which is really interesting. So that's how things are changing in Quebec, which is uh, kind of cool. In Ontario, I like this again. Mm -hmm. As you can see, the Conservatives took a really big shot up as they had that honeymoon kicking the tires phase and pretty much right back down. Well, it's still astonishing to me that Doug Ford was reelected and it was done so mostly from voter apathy and now we're paying the price for it because, well... How many uh, how many scandals can his government get hit by and still remain in power is beyond me. Um, the green belt, the pay for play, his new um, upselling at uh, private, government funded, private for profit medical clinics and surgery centers that we're paying for, but they're going to upsell left, right, and center. Yep. Rosie oh, Barton tore into um, what's her name last night on this on on CBC News World. I don't have the clip, unfortunately. But it was, yes, it was yeah. a doozy of a clip. And Rosie oh. was like, well, hang on a second, Sylvia. You're saying, she goes, no, 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 I'm presenting additional options uh, for people if they if they want to get a, a better lens for their cataract surgery. She goes, yeah, but you're presenting it to people who can't afford it. Yes. Well, if people can, yeah, it's just. Yeah, we're only going to cover the basic lens. And if you want a better lens, then that's an upsell. And the other yeah. thing that we were talking about, that $30 thing that you had uh, mentioned a few shows mm -hmm. ago, that sign, it's because it's for nurse practitioners and not necessarily the pharmacists. And the nurse practitioners are not covered under OHIP. Uh -huh. And who... Somebody's going to have to change that. the nurse practitioners again? Uh -huh. Oh, that's right. Staffing it's agencies like the one owned by Mike Harris's wife. Yes. Huh. Huh. Hmm. It's it, it's nepotism, but they're not related, <laughs> right? Well, they're all family there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Join the conservative family. Yes. We'll play all day. Come play with us. 
Come play with us. Come play with us. Anyway, <laughs> uh, back to the polling here, something that might be interesting. While the conservative number is somewhat high, um, here's what's been happening the last few weeks. Um, their vote share is going up in the prairies, which does mm. absolutely nothing for them. No, big surprise <laughs> there. Wise. And the same thing is going on in Alberta. So this is why I always say, look at the provincial numbers and not just the top line number. Mm-hmm. So you look in Alberta, whoops, it's also <laughs> going up where it does them absolutely no good. Well, no good. Actually, they got one more seat out of it mm. there. So out of all of that rise in the three Western provinces, it adds just to one more seat. And now British Columbia, this is, uh, British Columbia, what the hell is going on with you in this province? Yeah, I don't understand that. I think that's voter backlash maybe, but uh, guys, (laughs) gals. I can understand that this might all mostly be in the interior stuff, Mm -hmm. but look at the NDP again. Yeah. The NDP realizes that the conservatives are taking off, they're abandoning, they're going to the liberals, but the conservatives are, I don't know where they're getting this uptake and vote. No idea up here, but in seat and seat wise, the NDP look what's happening to them. Yeah, they're they're losing. They're cratering. Yeah. So anybody wondering about uh, Mr. Singh, you know, pulling the plug on the supply and confidence agreement? Uh, not with these numbers, especially not in BC. In these shoes, I don't mm. think so. <laughs> so uh, the prime minister's safe for a while. Yeah. On that one. The Prime Minister is very safe for a while on that one. Pardon, sir? I, I, I didn't I'm, hear that, sorry. Well, we're safe for a while. Yes. Yes, we're safe we for a while. We are safe for a while. Yeah. I'm because worried about uh, not a con government because they'll sell us off. Yeah. Because the, the con liberal government will sell us off to the highest bidder. Yes. Sorry, we got a liberal major delay here. Liberal government won't call an election until food inflation starts to go down, and the NDP is not going to call an election where uh, British Columbia, one of the two provinces where it has its most seats, are showing them in decline. Just not going to happen. That's the real politic of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can breathe a little easy and uh, for now and uh, hope that uh, Peter Point Dexter um, keeps on failing to miss every opportunity given to him to show a minimal amount of empathy and human decency or humanity. He's going to continue being that really upset robot. And uh, just not reacting appropriately to anything. Um, Pretty much every one of his (laughs) media appearances are just awful. Pretty much, yeah. They're pretty awful. Yes, and like I said, he's repellent. He's repellent. There's not he, and especially since he started slicking his hair, he just he looks like he wants Trump to adopt him so badly, and he already is adopted. Yeah. Well, the the, the rumor is Gerald Chipper is his father, but it's the rumor. Yes. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Mm-hmm. And of course, the rumor that I started that he's named after Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Poliver, Pierre Trudeau. Named after Pierre Trudeau, totally. Uh, rumor that I started, please spread that rumor far and wide. Oh, did you hear the other the other rumor? What's Apparently that? that Trudeau and Rulo were related because there's someone in Trudeau's family who was married to someone named Rulo. Like, Rulo yeah. is a super common 
<laughs> that's like, like oh Smith. yeah yeah john smith oh yeah oh wait a minute you have a jane smith in your family oh you must be related <laughs> yeah first cousins yeah it's already been disproven <laughs> they'll try anything man well and, and that and anything. that little but again right andrew lawton well, tried to tried to backtrack afterwards oh I, I made a terrible mistake no you spread misinformation knowingly you Fucking asshole. Yeah. The word you mistake doesn't mean what you think it is. So the we people were not close friends, and Dominic Martin is not a close friend, and Justice Rouleau is not a close friend. And who's the other person recently that they said was a close friend? <laughs> well, and, and, and if you review the, the POEC like the commission finding. Five, four or five times in a row now, but they're still going to the well. But if you review the POEC findings, uh, he was not kind to the prime minister. No, he was not kind to the prime minister. I mean, no, let's he put didn't it cut way. him he any not, slack is what I'm getting at. He didn't cut he, him any slack. But I mean, I, I really feel that these were things that I might be biased, but I really feel that these were things that were just thrown in to balance things out. Because possibly you could have possibly. talked to the provinces and territories more before mm-hmm. you did that. I mean, they were sending letters to him telling him, do something while denying it in public. So of I mean, course. clearly there was consultation. We have um, the receipts. Right. And then, you know, the, uh, so you could have talked to the provinces more. You probably shouldn't have said those words, even though I know that they were taking out of context, you probably shouldn't. And you probably, these are not really rebukes. No, no, not really. I mean, these are he, things he, that he put that, that seems to be put in so that everybody can say, "Oh, yeah, see, it was all anti-convoy. It was all pro-Trudeau. It was in the bag." Blah, blah, you have to have some things. But I mean, it was a huge failure at a provincial level because they didn't do their jobs. No, it was a it, it was a failure at a municipal and a provincial level, and then the feds had to step in to fix it. So yep. yeah, it was a horrible failure, and it's like, well, we didn't know it was going to be bullshit. The OPP told you that. The OPP told you what was going to happen, and you did nothing to stop it. You let it happen. Yeah, yeah. In the, in his report here, um, it says that. Uh like I got a CTV article here that says, I'll just read from the article here. While Ontario is being accused of abandoning Ottawa did make headlines upon the report's release, you may have missed that somewhat connected. That's weird. Let's try that sentence again. While Ontario being accused of abandoning Ottawa did make headlines upon the report's release, you may have missed that some that somewhat connected to this. Rouleau has recommended that the Emergencies Act should be amended to clarify that the federal politicians cannot claim parliamentary privilege to refuse to testify before commission. This was a claim Ontario Premier Doug Ford made to avoid his turn on the hot seat. While Rouleau's recommendation wouldn't change anything as it it pertains to premiers, unfortunately, uh, maybe we should change that in the actual law. To say if you're premier, you have to testify too. Uh, it would likely set a precedent that would make it harder for other political leaders to try to use similar reasons to get out of testifying. Here are a few of other Rouleau's related findings about Ontario. The province was not as engaged when protests were limited to Ottawa, deciding to act once they began spreading. We all knew that. We mm-hmm. saw that with our own eyes. And it was a shortcoming quote, shortcoming, that the Ontario government declined training requested by the Auto Police's Service Board during the protest, directing the OPSB to send questions about its role in writing. Morning Poor, part two. So the Ottawa Police Services asked the provincial government for some training, and they said, nah. <laughs> and of course, he didn't show up to the tripartite meetings. And this is a quote from the report. Ottawa is a municipality created by the province of Ontario and subject to its jurisdiction. The province is ultimately responsible for effective policing in Ottawa. 
given that the city and its police service were clearly overwhelmed, it was incumbent on the province to become visibly, publicly, and wholeheartedly engaged from the outset. That did but not happen. we were abandoned. We uh, were abandoned. Nero, Nero fiddled while Rome burned. And here's a good one from Barney Pernofsky, our good buddy. Uh, Doug yeah. Ford seen today uh, during question period trying to distract from opposition questions about his abandoning in Ottawa by starting a sing-along to Molly Hatchett's 1979 breakout hit, Flirting with Disaster. <laughs> oh, one more time with feeling, Doug. Ooh, look at that face. He's into it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we got to wrap it up, good sir. I got to get to the office. All right. Uh, let's. R- <laughs> I was going to make a condom joke, but I think I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> For the cat lovers out there, there's this little cartoon of uh, people uh, standing at the basement steps looking at the cat saying, when you said the cat was hacking down here, I assumed you meant a hairball. No, it's a, it's a cat uh, drinking Red Bull with the hoodie on and headphones around his neck sitting in front of multiple computer screens. The cat is hacking down in the basement. <laughs> with sunglasses, too. Mm-hmm. Shades, a hoodie. Headset and uh, Red Bull. <laughs> well, kids, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. We really do. We get up early even for it. Hmm? Remember that uh, sharing is caring, so word of mouth is priceless. And uh, you have the mouths that we want sharing our word. So let your peeps know about us. Because democracy is something you do, if you have the time, the inclination, or ability, please donate to the Red Cross to help our brothers and sisters in Turkey and Syria who are going through a pretty rough time at the moment, especially there have been 6,200 aftershocks. Yeah, that's a lot. So far. Like this, and two of them, you know, I don't know if you can consider them aftershocks, but one of them was <laughs> another 6.4 quake and another 5.8. So... Um, yeah, they need help. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are greatly appreciated. So please be generous. We like generous people. We love to hear from you. So reach us on our fast book. Ooh, that's a snazzy little graphic there, Mr. Grizzly for our merch. Thank cool, you. Cool, cool. QR code that brings you right to it. If you're watching, Ooh, it even has this flashy thing around it. Ooh. Groovy graphics. I like it. Uh, you can reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, on our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email via True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. And uh, we read everything. So thank you very much. You can subscribe to us via our pod page if you'd like to receive our podcasts as soon as they are hot off the bandwidth you can go to podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words. And we're all yours. Yeah, we'll come to you every time we have something for you, right to you. We won't even ask for a treat. We'll just come because that's the kind of people that we are. (laughs) Why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver YouTube channel? If you see that little button that says subscribe, smash it because we're trying to reach to a thousand. I guess I'm going the other way, right? From you, what you told me the other day. Yeah, this you're going to, yeah, with your your right hand, you're going to point to the far corner. There you go. No, other one. Sorry. Your other right. <laughs> the other right. <laughs> this corner. The other right. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> That's right. 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 There's the there's the subscribe button right there. 
right there. Right there somewhere, whatever. I'm directly dyslexic. I can't yeah. make my fingers. Opposite side. Opposite side. <laughs> I can, right there. I can talk and read at the same time, but I can't talk read and point. Okay, so <laughs> um, we're looking to get to a thousand subscribers. So please help us out. We would really appreciate that. And we can't do this without you or your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, uh, or uh, you can, uh, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code, uh, not the one on the bottom, but the one up top. And <laughs> Ken Mel goes, I want a treat. Don't we all, darling? Don't we all? <laughs> uh, scan the QR code, and that will bring you, bring you to our tip jar. And if you are listening, our tip jar is at our coffee page. That's coffee, ko-fi.com slash Eager Beaver, all in one word, lowercase letters. That's ko-fi.com slash Eager Beaver. Please make your donation by a cup of coffee for Mr. Grizzly here or a mug of hot chocolate for yours truly. We really appreciate the encouragement. And finally, as Mr. Grizzly showed you that QR code, we have that hot, sleek, cool, fashionable merch that'll let everybody know that you are an informed, engaged citizen. Go to our merch store where we have something for literally everybody, sizes small to 3XL, different designs, and of course, because it's still February and you still need your romantic energy, get it boosted by 18.4% by, uh, well, putting us on your chest. <laughs> from the eager be from the beaver lodge this is your eager beaver saying until next time dear kids it can be a tough world out there so be kind to and gentle with yourself and mr grizzly you know we want it we need it lay the wisdom on us well now that full spring is over and we're well into third winter with 20 plus centimeters of snow along the way for southern and eastern ontario those of us who like to go skiing will definitely be doing some of that this weekend and those of us who this like to guy. go skiing probably will not. <laughs> this guy right here is going skiing this weekend. And is, I'm very, very excited about it. Hopefully the conditions are good. It'll remain to be seen. But if you have to go out on the roads later this evening or early tomorrow morning, please be cautious. Please keep distance between you and all the other vehicles. Remember, it's the other vehicles you need to worry about most. Four-wheel drive will help you. Anti-lock brakes will help you. Uh, Four-wheel steering will help you, but none of them will prevent you from sliding on ice. So please be careful out there. Yes, and while we do not discriminate, we do prefer to have our viewers and listeners in one piece. That's right. It's a preference. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Grizzly, roll them credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
Yeah. And hey, thank you to Kit Linda M who said this show is our daily treat and Kit Saucy. So you're saying that donuts in the parking lot is frowned upon? I never frowned upon donuts anywhere. Frown donuts in bed, donuts in the living room, donuts in your coffee cup. <laughs> Remember to tune in to Cryer Media at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Atlantic Time, 2.30 p.m. in Newfoundland Time, 12 p.m. Mountain, uh, no, 12 p.m. Central, 11 p.m. Mountain, and 10, 11 a.m., sorry, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific for Pink Shirt Day with Jimmy P. and Cruise FM, right here yes. on Cryer Media. Yes, and look at the board behind me, kids. Show your pink power today. Bye. See ya. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. <laughs>